That makes no sense. And also, like, did the ambulance eventually show up to Pops? And they're like, no, girl, you took too long. <laughs> or, like, he, he left. Did he, like, pass by them on the way there? You'll, you'll be able to see where he went. Just follow him. Just from the destruction on the street. This is the destruction. The trail of blood. Yeah, exactly. You'll find him eventually. <laughs> you, actually, you should follow him because there could be injured pedestrians. <laughs> That Archie has just mowed down. Hello and welcome to our Riverdale podcast brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 22-year-old actor and filmmaker from Alberta, Canada. I like brooding anti-heroes and feminist agendas and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at the 100 script on Twitter and you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. The coolest fandom purchase I own is my Lost Collector's Edition full series Blu-ray set. And uh, today, uh, Brittany is stuck in Vancouver with no internet, and so we have uh, the lovely Samantha with us today. Yay! Yay. Sam, talk about (laughs) you! Hi, my name is Samantha Coley. I'm a 24-year-old communications specialist in Washington, D.C. I am a senior writer at Telltale TV. I am currently reviewing Supergirl and Blackish. I'm on Twitter at Sam Casey's, regularly geeking out about TV, feminism, and food. The coolest fandom purchase I own is my custom Jackson Abbey drawing that was purchased at Unity Days in the Cancer Gets Lost auction, and uh, it's got such a signature on it. Yeah. It's so nice. Like, thank you so much for, for filling in, Sam. Yeah, no problem. Anything for my faves. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell us um, about, about how you uh, liked season one of Riverdale and who your favorite characters and stuff are? Um, I enjoyed, like, the nonsense of season one, but also mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of ridiculous at a yeah. lot of points. Um, and my favorite characters are um, Hermione and Alice yeah. because I'm just always there for the mom characters. Yeah. Um, and I really like how Alice uh, changed and evolved over the first season. I, I like that, too. That's good. Uh, today we have words to say about episode 201 of Riverdale, A Kiss Before Dying. So I did some research about what the title means, even. Mm-hmm. And it was a... It's a 1953 crime novel. Oh. Uh, let me just... I need to look up what the... Uh, what the what the premise even is. It's a 1991 film... 19... 19- 56 film and a novel okay so let's check out the novel um it won some best novel awards it centers on a charming intelligent man who will stop at nothing even murder to get where he wants to go his problem is a pregnant woman who loves him (laughs) i don't see why that's a problem Um. but okay (laughs) the solution involves desperate measures okay i mean i guess mr ski mask man is desperate yeah get whatever he wants I knew you would research it, but I was trying to figure out, like, if it meant, like, what it meant just, like, based on the words. Right. And then with, like, Cheryl's weird kiss. Right. With uh, Fred was, like, I was just, like, what? And what? why? <laughs> so the first uh, little storyline that we're going to go through is Cheryl and the Blossoms, which is mm-hmm. just, uh, it's so bizarre. Their whole lives are just weird. It's so weird. First of all, I have a question. We see in Fred's vision at graduation day, everyone's wearing blue for their graduation gowns. And then Cheryl's just like in red and not even in a cap. And I'm like, did you not graduate? Like, is this like... And then I thought, maybe they're not in the same grade. Mm. 
and maybe she's a little bit younger than them, which, and then it's like, if she and Jason were a little bit younger, right. how old is Polly? How old is Betty? You know? Right. I have questions. Well, no. Or maybe Cheryl's just weird. Well, isn't, because Polly, you would think, Polly's her older sister, right? I or do we know? I think Polly's her older, see, this is why I was confused, because I think Polly is potentially her younger sister in the comics i think i'd have to check and then but like when we saw a flashback in season one polly was the one who was just like don't worry betty yeah like being all older and stuff because like the way that they've like played it in the show is like she's her older sister and but that wouldn't make yeah but then that would make if she was dating someone a whole year younger than her younger sister. Which, like, I mean, I'll like, go ahead, but it's just, like, not I mean, usually like, how fiction works. Or, like, high school. None of this is how high school works. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's a younger younger sister. Younger sister to... Oh, I see. Younger sister... Oh! Okay, you know how um, last uh, season they said that Alice and Hal had this, like, long-lost brother? Mm-hmm. He exists in the comics. Oh. His name is, well, it's spelled Sheik, but I feel like it might be Chick is what his name is or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. But either way, it says younger sh- younger sister to that guy, older sister to Betty. So that makes sense. Right. Yeah, that would make sense. But it does say that she doesn't usually like live with them and stuff. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> sure. Whatever. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this isn't even the storyline we're on. Um, okay. So Cheryl's here. And there's a fire at Thornhill. They said it was a candle. Penelope came in to save her. She has third degree burns. She's so weird because it's like, Cheryl, are you even trying to like fake that you're upset that your mother is hurt? No. Because she's not. It's so weird. She, Cheryl is like severely, she needs help. Yeah. Like something's wrong. A lot of things are wrong. I worry. So... Once we get to the actual, the actual, like, what's going on in this storyline, first of all, mm-hmm. Cheryl calls her mom Baby Jane, which is, uh, which is a reference to a 1962 film, mm-hmm. uh, and what happens is the character holds their paraplegic sister captive in a mansion. Yep. So that's relevant. Um, uh, she's <laughs> like, I'm pretending that you came in to save me instead of that random family portrait. And she said, if you tell every anybody what happened, actually, I will tell people what happened with dad in the barn. So it's like, okay. Do we know what happened with dad in the barn? Well, like, like have I forgotten it? Think, well, basically, like, he hung himself in the barn. Oh, okay. And so it's like... Maybe there's more to... Like, clearly there is more to it. Like, did Penelope go and, like, force him to do it? Or, like, did they kill him and then string him up? Like... Or were they just, like, know. hiding that he killed himself? Well, the thing is that or, when uh, when I the can't... police showed up, they they both pointed to the barn. I rewatched okay. season one recently. I was like, That's how I'm I, like I can't remember what happened to him, so... Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I rewatched, so... So, like, what are they hiding about that that people don't know? I don't, don't know, but I know. need to know. Yeah. <laughs> She's saying, what you always did to me was abuse, and tries to, like, suffocate her, and now Cheryl's in charge. This is so sad, because if, like, Cheryl started this year out with a full group of four, like, a four-person family... 
Yeah. And now, like, if she kills her mom, like, it's just her. Yeah. What, also, what happened to, like, Nana? Did she die? Where art thou, Nana Rose? Like, who got her out of the, the house? Dude, like, they forgot what? about Nana Rose. <laughs> they full-on like, forgot about her. She was legit the coolest Blossom, and now she's just yeah. like, where'd she go? Oh my gosh. See, I remember talking about this last season, and it was like, where's Nana Rose? Why have they forgotten Nana Rose? The last time we see Nana Rose is at Polly's baby shower, which isn't even, like, that, cl- that like, far away from the end of the season. So, like, how yeah. did they forget Nana Rose? Like, yeah. Where... Is she fine? Like... Like, tell us was if she, she not like, there? moved away first, or... Like, if she's not... Her? She's in a wheelchair, like... She's not gonna, like, roll real fast right out of that house. If it's on fire. Where are you, Nana Rose? <laughs> I'm very worried now. I'm just interesting, interested to see if, like, they actually have her, like, have, like, a plan for her being somewhere this season. Or if she's just, like, Yeah, if she just wind. doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I'm leaning towards that. <laughs> Those are all of my Blossom thoughts anymore. And my, we can move on. My only other thought is, like, just don't. Why are you calling her mommy in public? Yeah. Well, she always called her dad daddy, too. I know. It's just cringy. Like, Cheryl comes back a little bit later, but I put that in a different storyline, so we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Her whole thing is just cringy. Oh, Cheryl. Yeah. Um, so now let's move on to what's happening with, uh, Betty and Jughead. Okay. So, first of all, Alice thinks that they did it. They did it. (laughs) and uh i'm like actually they didn't much to my happiness thank Thank goodness yeah (laughs) the fake out though when alice is like well i hope you were safe and then betty's like no and it's like she pauses (laughs) before she explains that they didn't sleep together and it's like why would you do that (laughs) no we weren't (laughs) safe we were deliberately not safe and i'm like you're an idiot (laughs) We did it on top of a workshop saw. <laughs> um, but she's, like, talking about how Jughead might be one of the serpents, and the serpents are scary people. But remember, last season, Alice used to live on the south side. Mm-hmm. That's a thing to remember. High key interested thing. in that plot line. <clears throat> That's when Archie calls. I find it so interesting that Archie chooses to call Betty, and then Betty calls the other two. Mm-hmm. Instead of Archie calls Veronica. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. Hmm. Like, I don't know what it means. Hmm. But it means something. (laughs) Once Betty calls Veronica, which we'll talk about later, um, Betty calls Jughead, and that's when we see Jughead has a motorcycle. (laughs) Does he have a license for that thing? (laughs) Yeah, you need to have a special license. I think it's so funny that Jughead has a license to drive a motorcycle and Archie can't Doesn't even he, like he can't drive even have... a truck exactly yeah because in my notes I was like talking about how young everyone is and how they're mm. like doing things that they shouldn't be doing because yeah. they're like 15 or something yeah and, like so Archie doesn't have a license for his car but apparently Jughead has a motorcycle license like when did he have time to do that well the thing is that like if you have a motorcycle license I'm pretty sure you have to have your regular license and then like I don't yeah. know, have your license for a bit before you get your motorcycle license? Like, Yeah, like, there are, like, parameters that you have to, like, go through. To I mean, get either way, as soon as he, like, 
threw the tarp over top of that, like, no joke, I gasped. (laughs) I love the little crown, though, on his helmet. Yeah, me too. I love that stuff. (laughs) Uh, After everybody's at the hospital and such, Alice accuses the serpents of stuff, and then we have this, like, Betty and Veronica moment where you're just like, ah, they're still trying to give us hope. We're here for (laughs) Betty and Veronica. Mm Mm-hmm. But then later, basically, Jughead's talking to the serpents, and he's wondering if his protection also extends to his, like, extended, like, fake family of Mm -hmm. Fred and Archie. Um, And he's like, there was a guy who's wearing a mask, and he says, serpents don't wear masks. So that's important to know. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, if a serpent does something against you, like, they want you to know that they did it. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, please just go look for information. They're like, sweet, will do. I like these <laughs> shots that they seem to keep having in this in this episode where um, they're right in front of the hospital sign, like the big hospital sign, but there's a mm-hmm. sign that says the H for hospital uh, right in front of where the H would be. I don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if this is a good <laughs> explanation of what it was, but I was just like, that's cool. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> like a street sign, like blocking the... Actual yeah, hospital blocking sign. the H, but it still said But it H. still spells it out. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I don't know. But either way, inside, Kevin is talking to Betty, and she's also, like, I think it's funny that Betty has to be the one who keeps being like, no, we didn't have sex. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't. To her mom, to Kevin, to everyone, and Jughead's like, literally doesn't care, which I'm like, snaps for that. Yeah. She tells him that they told them that They told each other that they love each other. Mm -hmm. It's like, cool, that's fine. (laughs) It's like, yeah, okay, good for you. I love this moment where, like, Kevin is kind of, like, making fun of the internet here, where he says, Mr. I'm weird, I'm a weirdo. (laughs) Which is, like, Mm -hmm. a meme now, so that's why they did it. But a thing that I wanted to point out about that was, like, Kevin wasn't there. Who told him (laughs) that he said that? Betty? Like... Did someone overhear and it, like, like, spread around school like a meme, or... Jughead and Betty were the only two people in that room when he was saying that, but, like, Betty was really upset, so I didn't think she would, like, go home and be like, yo, Jughead said the most ridiculous thing. (laughs) (sighs) I don't know. Either way, she's like, yeah, something about the serpents, and he's like, but what about Joaquin? I'm like, what about Joaquin? Bring him back. (laughs) Bring him back. Joaquin deserved better. He's he's in San Junipero now. Mm-hmm bring him back and he's like yeah Joaquin was nice but he was totally an accomplice for murder so yeah I, I mean nice flirting still helping with death not good <laughs> yeah now they're like please go to pops and they're like cool we will go to pops and try and find the wallet so he's like here's my motorcycle and she's like I, I don't have a helmet and he's like here use mine and I'm like you should both have helmets I know I was like yelling at the TV I was just like no, don't do this. Just walk. I was like, hello, apparently Riverdale is massive. Why don't you just get a freaking Uber there? <laughs> and then like, when they got there, I was like, it took like a full two minutes for them to explain that the cops had already been there. And I was like, this is a crime scene. You can't be here. Yeah. You can't like, touch there's still anything. blood on the ground. <laughs> and they're like, hey, we're just going to like hang out and look for a thing yeah. like where I'll make the you co- food. I'm like I'm like what are you doing but like he's like we could walk we could take the bus why don't we invite your mom and she's like yeah yeah whatever 
The thing that I wanted to point out, though, was when he drives away, first of all, his license plate says 12FW48, and I'm like, what does that mean? Maybe it's a... Mm-hmm. I don't... I couldn't glean anything from it, but I don't know, maybe. Yeah. The thing is, though, that the license plate... I was trying to see, like, what state the license plate was from. <laughs> Did you see? I didn't see. I wasn't looking that closely. It's a Riverdale license plate. It just says Riverdale. It's just- it just says Riverdale. Like, it's yeah. not in... You don't have city-wide You don't have license city plates. license plates. What? That's not a thing. Like, they talk about how small Riverdale is, but then they're Appar- like... Apparently it's its own state in a fictional universe. Oh, but also we have, we have enough people that there are two school districts. No. Like, it can't be small and have two school... Like... Pops no. is the only place that's open 24-7 in this giant city, apparently. Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't know. Do they yeah. even, like, have a target? They must like, have a target. That's how you have to, like, that's how you determine if it's really small. Does it have a target? Does it have a target? So, yeah, <laughs> like we were saying, when they get to Pops, there's literally still blood on the floor. And we learn that they yeah. didn't steal any money. So that's a thing. So he's Mm -hmm. like, listen, I've been robbed before and this guy had a different motive. But what I thought was weird is that he said I was robbed during the riots. And I'm like, like, girl, the riots. riots? I'm like, what the, what is going on in the like lexicon of Riverdale's (laughs) past? Like the riots. What? Like how long has pop been there? Is he more immortal? What I did want to say about pop though, is that like he was faceless basically last episode or last season we Mm -hmm. we just like knew he was there and like we saw him occasionally but he hardly ever had any lines it's so nice to see that this pop like this season pop is important yeah i do like doing things and i thought maybe they had like recast him or something and that's why but no it's the same dude huh Hmm. maybe they were just like hey this man can do more than serve milkshakes i don't know why they didn't (laughs) think to add more pop in the first place like if they're at his restaurant so often like yeah you he's got to be like an integral part of their lives and he hears like all the nonsense that people talk about like especially in the comics pop is so important all the time (sighs) weird anyway (laughs) he's like are you guys hungry and uh betty's like no no that's okay and jughead's like oh uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> totally. I think yeah, it's apparently. so <laughs> strange that, like, he even, like, got Betty her milkshake and, like, put a little strawberry on the side. I'm like, girl, what? they're not going to write a bad Yelp review <laughs> if you don't serve them perfectly after a robbery. I don't know. I was just more distracted by, like, the amount of food that Jughead wanted when we've seen him barely eat, like, the whole yeah. first season. Ah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> listen, I can't say no to the serpent's jacket right in front of 15 serpents. Yeah. Just saying. like, And I'm like, yeah, I totally understand that. Listen, I won't become one of them. I've made a decision. Also, I'm not staying with my foster family. I'm just staying in my trailer. Like, I think that's a stupid decision. I think that's a stupid decision, too. And I think that that's a really irresponsible decision by the foster yeah. parents. Oh, completely. Like, they should not allow him to do that. Like, you don't cover with the social worker for that, and you don't, like, allow that to happen. Like, if that, if he's gonna go do that, you tell the social worker. I mean, as far as I know, people who do foster work usually, like, 
want the kids around and want to make a difference in their lives. And so it's weird to me that they're just like, oh, you don't want to be, okay, well, bye. Like, he's literally a teenage boy, and I know he's been, like, homeless before, but also, he doesn't have a job now. Yeah. And he has to pay for his own food. He doesn't have money. He, like, how is he going to pay for food? How is he going to, like, make sure that the trailer's, like, lights stay on? Like, are the serpents just going to take care of him? Like, oh, well, we made a donation, and uh, here's your uh, Jughead food drive. Like Jughead food drive? I love that. (laughs) <laughs> the Jughead food drive. That's a Betty. That's a Betty problem. Oh that's yeah, definitely what she would do. But she's like, listen, when you're a serpent, you hurt people because that's just the way it is. Like not necessarily on purpose, but you just do. And I'm like, this, like, yeah, they're criminals, most of them. But also, this is kind of like a judge the book by its cover thing. I guess I don't know. Joaquin was nice when he wasn't being an accomplice to murder. Right. He didn't hurt people on purpose. I don't know. Depends on the person, I think. I mean, yeah, and they're also, like, children. Yeah. Ah! Okay. <laughs> so, um, once they get back to the uh, hospital and they give everybody pops, Betty doesn't want to ride home because her mom w- would kill both of them. But Betty's telling Jughead that she supports him. Then they make out some more, like you do. <laughs> then Jughead goes home finds that there's a dude there's three dudes in his trailer and one of them is just really really um beat up and yeah. it turns out that the dude wasn't even the one who did it he was just like talking yeah like what they're like yeah see we did what you wanted and now you can tell your dad that we did what you wanted and you know what even if you don't wear the jacket you're a serpent and i'm like like uh, okay like it's very obvious that jughead is in over way over his yeah. head with like everything but especially the serpents but like also if he is smart he could Mm -hmm. like use this yeah because clearly like the fear that the other serpents and like the fear and respect that they have for his dad Mm -hmm. clearly carries right on over into like him so he if he like wields it correctly he could like get whatever he wants yeah but like he's he's a teenager he's in high school yeah and you're bringing People that you have abused and assaulted over to his house? Not good. Okay. (laughs) Like, we brought you a present. It's this guy's beat up face. Thank you so much. Please tell your dad. (laughs) He's like, I can't Five stars on Yelp. He's like, I can't just say no right in front of 15 serpents. Thank you so much for this gift of this dude. (laughs) Uh, I guess I'll put him... I'll just set him down right here. (laughs) He's going to start, like, compiling, like, a pile of gifts from the servants <laughs> that he, like, can't say no to. They're, like, sad dogs that just want to keep giving him presents. And it's just like, here's a dead bird and here's another dead bird. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> um, I'm ready to move on to the lodges if you are. Yep, I'm good. First of all, Veronica has chosen to drink alcohol for breakfast. Like, uh, Veronica is like okay with in her storyline with rg i have other complaints but in her storyline with this i'm like why are you being such a brat to your mom like in season one i feel like i got the vibe that hiram was like abusive to both of them and like they were kind of on the same side and i don't really think hermione has a lot of choice in like him coming back or like 
controlling their lives. Mm-hmm. And Veronica's just like, well, I'm going to drink a mimosa for breakfast and I'm 15. That, that's the weird or, thing is that like, her mom doesn't go, oh my God, you can't drink that. You're underage. She says, oh my yeah. God, you can't drink that. That's for your dad. Yeah. Hermione was very weird to me in this episode. I too. think so like, too. She seemed like out of character to me. I think so too. I definitely agree. I'm like, is this the new Hermione? I'm like, I don't like it. I don't like it either. I really liked her last season. Yeah, me too. Like, take this back and bring me the right one. Yeah, exactly. This isn't who I ordered. <laughs> no. Um, so Betty calls and they all go to the hospital. The next thing that mm-hmm. happens uh, with the lodges is when um, Hermione and Veronica are in the chapel at the hospital. Mm-hmm. There's this Mary statue, which really reminds me a lot of Lost. Mm-hmm. So it's very exciting for me. <laughs> um, uh, it said in the Netflix um, uh, captions that Hermione was speaking Latin. Don't know what she was saying, but that's interesting. And that's when uh, Veronica joins her. She's like, are you praying for g- good things or bad things? And it's just, <laughs> it's like, has, as, as far as I remember, has Hermione actually done anything wrong other than forge her signature? Like, that was bad in itself, but has she done something really, really terrible? Because I don't remember that. Because Veronica's treating her like she's a full-blown criminal, too. Like, I guess the affair, but, like, if she hates... If she doesn't like her dad and he was, like, garbage to both of them, why are you, like, judging... I don't... And you're, like, a kid and you're, like, having sex anyway and it's just, like... You don't really have the moral high ground to judge your mom like that. And she hasn't, like, she hasn't been a, like, she's not Mama Blossom or whatever. Like, or she's not even Alice. Like, she's been, like, the nicest mom in, like, canon. I mean, I think that the one thing that really, because the thing is that all the things that Hermione has done in season one, as far as I can remember, were totally fine with me. Like, even when she forged the signature, I was like, yeah, but that's for Fred. And I like Fred. Yeah. So that's fine. Exactly. I was like, whatever. We're both Slytherins, so we don't care. Um, yeah. But the one thing that she did do that kind of messed me up was when uh, Cheryl uh, fell in the... Um, when they saved her from the river in the last episode. And uh-huh. she was just like, what's she doing here? And I was like, oh. okay. That's not, that's not cool. But also, it, yeah. it wasn't enough for Veronica to treat her this like, terribly. Yeah, exactly. This is some serious and like, accusations. And, like, I feel... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like at the beginning of the season, Veronica, like, in season one, she was on her dad's side. And yeah. then she, like, learned the truth and was on her mom's side. And then now, like, Ver- like Heather- Hermione can't control him coming back. And she's like, well, you're both the worst, so goodbye. Something that Hermione pointed out, I think, in this scene that I thought was really, really um, relevant was when she said, you are so determined to, to point- paint your father as a villain. And it's so yeah. true. All throughout, like, the second half of season one, she was always just like, mm-hmm. yeah, but what if, my- what if it was my dad? And then we would be like, yeah. okay, but it wasn't because this. And she'd be like, right. But, but what, what if, if it was? was? And every time something bad happened, she would be like, that might have been my dad. I need to know the truth. You know? And it's like, just, just, it's your dad. Just be like, and then maybe just ask him. See yeah. what happens if you and just then, ask him. And then she like, in the same scene, goes around and tries to make it like, Hermione put a hit out? Like, yeah. Who's never, like, as far as we know, heard a fly? 
And also, she kind of loves Fred. Like, yeah. I don't... What are you doing? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but she's like, yeah, this is really disrespectful. And I, like, fully agree. She's like, get back in line. And then she says, I should slap you, but I'm not a violent person. And it's kind of like, ah! That line was, like, cringy. That was, was a little like, bit That was a little mm-hmm. bit cringy. Like, I see the point that you were trying to make, but also, like, just don't talk about slapping people. Just, yeah, like, just don't. Like, don't. Just don't. Like, you don't have to... Just don't slap her at all mm-hmm. and just keep walking. There's no, like, need for the verbal threat. Yeah, exactly. Lastly, Hiram's back. Uh, he's home early and was hoping to see Veronica. Uh, they have his face entirely in shadow, which is mm-hmm. very deliberate. And yeah. she's like, I've changed. Have you? Kiss hello. Also, Fred woke up, so... I'm excited for Hiram. I'm very excited. I'm like, I want to know more, but also he's like very creepy. He was like, creepy. Very wasn't he? creepy. I do like, really love their aesthetic, though. Hermione and Hiram. Oh yeah, they looked so cool. Like they're completely extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, just like the vibes that they were like. I don't like the way that he makes Hermione act, right. and I don't like the way he talks to Veronica. Uh-huh. I'm just like, no, no. No, thank you. (laughs) I was the whole time, though, like, curious as to, like, when they had his face in shadow. Uh Uh-huh. If, like, when she pulled back from the kiss, he was going to have, like, green eyes to match what's the the killer or the shooter. Right. And I was, like, I I feel like that probably would have been too easy because then as soon as Archie, like, met him, he would have been like, (gasps) the dude. No. Yeah, because Veronica wasn't there when he said he had green eyes. Yeah. Huh. I just, like, the way that they built it up, I was like, is something? Is there going to be, like, a reveal when they pull back from his right. face? But no, it was just like, hi, here's her, like, attractive dad. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm ready to move on to Fred's visions, if you are. Yes. All right. These, I'm really excited about this. I love crap like this. They do a lot of this in Lost, so it's really exciting that they're doing, like, these visions where, like, you can look at it and be like, look at all of the symbolism. Like, all of this is, like, pure symbolism and stuff. Oh, yeah. So I love that crap. The first one we have is their graduation day. He's like, I didn't think I'd live for this. And everyone's like, you didn't. Well, you didn't. <laughs> Lol. And then they, they see the gunman. So there's that one. That's, that's mm-hmm. one. The one I, I'm just, like, speeding through this so I can get to the wedding. <laughs> I oh, have yeah. so many thoughts. <laughs> now they have... Archie taking over the business. Something, the way that you can tell that this is a vision, I mean, you can tell that they're visions anyway, but is the angles that they choose to shoot from. Yeah. Like, if you're if you're doing really bizarre angles, like tilted angles or, like, from the ground where you don't usually shoot things, that's how you definitely know that mm-hmm. this is, like, a, a not super realistic space. Yeah. So it's Andrews and Son Construction. He's like, they're waiting for you. It's Uncle Oscar and Grandpa Artie. I have thoughts. And he's, like, got a suitcase. Yeah. Okay, so Grandpa Artie, canonically, in the comics, is Archie's grandpa and Fred's dad. Okay. Uncle Oscar, though, canonically, in the comics, is Betty's uncle. Uh. And uh, is a circus clown. What? <laughs> so, was cool. That, was that their deep reach into an It reference? <laughs> I don't know. Very deep reach. <laughs> Um, but he's like, what are you talking about? They're dead. And then I really like this moment where it's like the door is banging, but it's actually mm-hmm. someone just like flicking the fluid in the, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I love that stuff. Are we, are we at the wedding? 
Uh, no, the proposal. Oh, not yet. Archie's gonna propose. Or, yeah. The ring and Pops. Yes. Pop says time dies instead of time flies, and then there's blood on him. Oh, I was like, why is he saying... I, I did not get, like, oh. time dies. I was like, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> but that makes way more sense that it was, like, a play on the words and not, like, yeah. he was trying to tell him something. I was yeah. like, no, Fred is dying, not time. Fred is time? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> okay, are you ready for the wedding? Yes. I have so many thoughts. Okay, listen, my thing is wide shots because mm-hmm. then I can find every single character and be like, who all is here? I love when and, you like, do that. And, like, there are so many people at the hospital that, like, why are you there? Yeah. Like, that the, I'm excited like to everyone from school came and I'm like, Fred's not, like, a PTA dad. <laughs> yeah. I don't. It's not Archie. It's Fred. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they're Scottish. Like, they're ginger, but, like, I don't... Is, Andrews isn't a Scottish last name? Is it? I thought like, it was English. And they, they had both. They, like, had a, a L flag and an Andrews flag. Like, Lodge and Andrews. And I'm just like, neither of those names go... What? And plus, like, why are they doing so many Scottish um, traditions With, like, the when... And the like, bagpipes. Yeah, why are they doing so many Scottish traditions when Veronica's family is... Hispanic. Hispanic. Latina, right? So, like, why aren't we doing any of their traditions? I don't know. Yeah, like, why, what? And, like, why, if his, if her dad is coming back, why, no one walked her down the aisle was, like, a little weird to me. And then, like, all the dead people in the audience. Well, the thing is that, like, I want to, like, make sense of all of this, but also, like, this is Fred's vision, and he's, like, dying right now. So it's, like, you can't be, like, Fred, this makes no sense. (laughs) Like, what? I don't know. Like, did he not think about, like, anything on Veronica's side, or was he just, like... Yeah, because I have questions about that. Like, first of all, Veronica's dress is beautiful. Yeah. It was so pretty. The people that I found in the audience, we have Kevin... And Sheriff Keller, who's in his sheriff's uniform. Do people do that? <laughs> do people I'm, wear police officer uniforms to weddings? Sometimes, yes. Like, okay. police officers and, like, military people. Right. It's more common, like, if you're family. Right. But at the same time, I'm just like, just wear a suit, man. Yeah, plus, like, the thing is that usually those uniforms that people wear are, like, a dark navy or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's just wearing his regular tan uniform. <laughs> Very tacky. <laughs> um, we also have Reggie, uh, who we'll talk about later, who exists on a different plane, but is the, <laughs> is the same character. We have Moose, and then we have Midge. I have Midge thoughts later also, because they're trying to hide Midge from us, because Midge now exists. I'm so, like... I, like, wasn't watching as closely as I, like, I want to, like, watch it one more time and, like, uh-huh. catch all these little things. Um, but I lo- I've had seen that you found her on uh-huh. Twitter yeah. before we recorded. And I was just like, what it, how, how? How, <laughs> how did I? what is she doing there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is that, like, I went on the IMDb page to see if Pop oh. Tate's, um, to see if Pop Tate's, uh, had switched uh-huh. and I noticed that they had somebody oh I was also checking to see if I could see the actor who played the gunman so I could see his face oh, okay. uh, but they don't have it on there and mm-hmm. I saw that Midge had been cast and I was like hold up 
what? Oh, okay. So then I started looking for Midge. Because the thing is that, like, we knew Midge existed in season one because mm-hmm. Kevin brought her up, but yep. we saw Moose making out with randoms all over the place. Yep. And where was Midge? And so, like, she hasn't been super introduced yet, and that's why they're trying to hide her. Like, Moose literally leans right in front of her face as the shot of him and Reggie are happening. Yeah. Like, I wonder what they're going to do with her character. If they're, like, deliberately... Like, she's there, but, like, don't see her, please? Yeah, and I wonder, like, if they're trying to make Kevin and Moose happen still. Which I'm down for. I would be interested in that, like, emotional conflict. I mean, but also, like, where is Joaquin? Yeah. (laughs) I loved him. Bring him back. (laughs) Um... So, okay, we also have Coach Clayton, who's there. Betty's parents, Hal and Alice, are there. However, I see zero Polly's, which I is really strange. I really wonder, like, can Hal just leave? Because I really enjoyed when they, like, broke up. And yeah. And he's, now he's back, and I'm just like, go away. No one likes you. <laughs> Please leave. Did not ask for you. We have Josie. Josie, it's strange to me because Josie is dressed in a bridesmaid's dress it, with flowers, as if she's a bridesmaid, but she's not standing up. That was really weird to me. Like, and why is, beside is, her, Hermione, who's wearing white to a wedding. You don't wear white, especially to your own daughter's wedding. Like, what? What? I don't know. Like, is that symbolism for something? I don't know. So it was really supposed... It's going to be a Mamma Mia situation. Yeah. Where um, Archie and Veronica don't get married, but Fred and Hermione do. Mm, I figured yeah. it out. <laughs> Got it. So... <laughs> Yeah, we, like we were saying, there is no Hiram here. Um, it's weird to me that Pop is officiating the wedding. Yeah. With, like, like, his literal Pop hat on. Yeah. Is he, like, the only, like, other person in the... I'm, like... <laughs> I don't know. He just, you know, he got his uh, ministry certification just online. Sure. Jughead and Betty are on either side of Veronica and Archie, of course. Mm-hmm. And then Fred is standing on Archie's side, and I'm like, but who's on Veronica's side? Like, you, like you're not supposed to have it, like, lopsided like not, that. Yeah. I was like, it's, why isn't Josie standing up there? Or, like, Hermione like, standing over there. Yeah. Like, just have it balanced. Because Mary's in the audience. Mm-hmm. Penelope and Cheryl are in the audience. And we have Clifford and Jason. So, like, okay, it's a vision. We get it. Yeah. And yet still, like, I feel like we should add a segment that's just like, did Jason say anything this episode? Because, like we were saying last season, Jason is really creepy. And the reason why he's really creepy is, first of all, because he looks like a heckin' doll. And (laughs) second of all, because he never says anything. So people are always talking about how much they love Jason and how great Jason was. And I'm like, I would never know because I literally know nothing about him as a person. Yeah. (sighs) I'm very upset. And, like, are they gonna, like, keep reusing, like... Jason and Clifford, like, are they going to keep popping up throughout the season even though they're dead? Or was this, like, a one-time thing? Like, now that we know what Clifford did to Jason, I don't think that he should be standing, like, sitting beside him. They should, they're not a family anymore. He killed him. Also, like, put Jason away. Just, his story is done. Yeah, let him go. Yeah, just let him, let him go. Uh, that's when we see the gunman. And... Fred leaps in front of Archie just like Archie did for Fred. Mm-hmm. But, ooh, a thought I just had. That's, like, we can kind of assume 
from what happened before when Archie leapt in front of Fred, but Fred still got shot, that potentially uh, in this vision world, Archie would have still gotten shot. Okay. I don't know. That's not really relevant. I don't Maybe. know. I just thought. I just, I just don't understand, like, was the gunman aiming for Archie or... Right. Or was he aiming for <sighs> Veronica? Yeah, like, Ooh. what? Because we've seen him, like, he tried to, like, he was going to kill Archie, had his gun at Archie's head and chose not to. We saw in yeah. the, um, in the heckin' uh, uh, preview for next episode that p- he's killing people that he cares about. Yeah. This is So, is he, like, just trying, like, Archie's been through enough. Yeah. And now, like, like huh. people that are close to him are just getting attacked by some random this dude. This is, like, the sort of thing where it's, like... A torturous kind of environment where it's like, I'm going to kill a bunch of people and I'm going to kill you last, so you have to watch them all die. Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't get. I it. don't know. I have. I have no real prediction as to who is behind this. Like, what's right the now. motive and what's the pattern? Yeah. Because there, he didn't even like. Can, can we like skip? I guess to part of the end. Like, yeah, well, sure. Sorry. Here, why okay. don't we why don't we do the end now and then go back to the bulk of the episode? Okay. Okay. So we have um we're in Greendale. Greendale is right across the river and fun fact, Sabrina lives there, so we're going to be getting <laughs> some of her potentially this episode or <laughs> this season. We meet Ben, who I don't think is going to be relevant ever again. <laughs> but my mom was like, "Is that Betty's long-lost brother?" I had the same thought. <laughs> But here's a, I I am inclined to think no. It's, he's probably not. He's probably just to indicate that Miss Grundy is still raping children. Yeah, I think so because yeah, I feel like if uh, if he was the long lost Cooper, he would probably be they they would have uh, stopped on him more. Yeah, they would have made him more of a big deal. It's just like why why do you have to be blonde? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Give us those thoughts. Grundy, as always, dressing like a grandmother. Uh, And then uh, Miss Grundy gets murdered. And it's kind of like, okay, well, bye. (laughs) It's a weird murder, too. Yeah, it is. It's it's gross. Like, he doesn't shoot her. And then blood trickles down her foot while he's strangling her. And it's like, you know... The first glimpse that you have is that you, like, hear the Grundy music and you see her car and you're like, oh, no. Like, when I saw that, yeah. like, real time, I was like, please, God, no. <laughs> but then she died and I was like, oh, yikes. Okay. I, like, I mean, bye. Okay. Uh, I just, I don't, like, the way that that was put together just really bothers me because, like, okay, the guy shot somebody earlier. Why yeah. isn't he just not, like... Why is he changing his entire M.O.? Right. With, like, the murders. Like, you don't go from, like, shooting someone in the morning and then deciding, okay, I'm going to strangle the next one. Right, it is, like, the same Try out different murder styles, you know. And I'm like, what? It is the same day. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. And also, it, it almost makes me think that... It's, it's, it isn't a network. Like, it isn't a person, like, hiring this dude. Because if, I mean, obviously, I would never do this. But if I wanted <laughs> to kill a bunch of people, I would have different people do it. You know, not yeah. the same dude over and over again. So, yeah. I mean, it, that makes me think that it may be, that it isn't Hiram. Because Hiram has enough money to get a bunch of people to do it. Yeah, and, like, what good, what, what would Hiram get from killing Miss Grundy? Yeah, exactly. 
And, and like, yeah, he might have a grudge against Fred, but what grudge does he have against Archie? Yeah. Like, what is that? Is that a sword? Like, what do you... I thought it was like a... It looked like a pool cue to me. And oh. I'm like, she doesn't have a pool cue in her house where she's teaching piano? Well, it really did seem like it was something sharp. Yeah, because I mean, it, I guess yeah. that would have to, like... It would have to have been sharp if she's, like, bleeding. Yeah. I'm like, you don't bleed from strangulation. From strangulation. Yeah. Ah. Well, I'm excited to okay. see, honestly. Like, this got me pumped up for season two. Yeah. yeah. We can go back to the wedding. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm done with the wedding. Do you want to just go on to the the, the most most of the episode with the Archie yeah. in the hospital and stuff? Okay. Yeah. So, Archie can't drive. Um, <laughs> and this makes sense because we're sitting here all of season one being like, where's the jalopy? The jalopy is iconic. <laughs> Where is it? So, I mean, it just doesn't exist at this point. I really do hope that one day Maybe. Archie does get his driver's license and That's can drive a, his jalopy. Yeah. What I think is really strange about this hospital, I saw this um, thread on Twitter, and I can't exactly remember who it was who wrote it or uh, someone that I follow retweeted it and everything, but it was about um, the... Uh, all of the technology in the show and how it's very, very old and dated. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, I was just going to say that they kind of took away from it that it's like this sort of story is timeless and that it could be like whenever, but I kind of took it out. Like, is this show taking place way back when? Because, but then I thought they're making all of these really uh, these references l- that are relevant. Modern, yeah. Now. Yeah, modern. And, they, modern. and the kids have cell phones. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking, like, I wonder if... I mean, I don't I don't know if this is going to go anywhere. Maybe this is just uh-huh. a dumb theory, but, like, is the town stuck way back in time, but, like, the people live on uh, in modern times? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it's it's very confusing to me, too, because, like, when he showed up at the hospital, like, that is the no. oldest hospital ever. It's so old looking and like no one, it takes a full minute after he runs inside for someone to like notice them. And like when the nurses show up, they have like yeah. 50s hats on. Yeah, and, like, and their dresses and everything. I'm like, is this like a complete commitment to like an aesthetic and like the whole town is just agreed to like commit to this 50s aesthetic Yeah, or like... Like, I get that the show's trying to, like, play with that, mm-hmm. but, like, also it makes it not make sense. I know, and, like, the the doctor comes out and he has a name tag on. Like, and I'm like, what, what is it? this? They're all wearing really tight clothes. Yeah. I don't know. It's really, that was, like, really, um, really off-putting to me. Yeah, like, in that moment, the aesthetic was more jarring than it is, like, at Pops or something. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, Pops is, like, of course, it's a 50s diner. Yeah. but uh. So it's supposed to be that aesthetic. But yeah. then it's at the hospital, and you're, like... Hospitals aren't for aesthetics. Hospitals are for saving people and being sanitary. <laughs> yeah. Once everyone has come together, uh, Archie tells a story of what happened, but he's clearly hiding something. Uh, Pop is the one who called the ambulance, but it didn't come. And I'm, like, what? This is, like, a non-functional town. Exactly. That makes no sense. And also, like, did the ambulance eventually show up to Pops and they're like, no, girl, you took too long. He left. <laughs> or, like, did, 
Did he like pass by them on the way there? You'll you'll be able to see where he went. Just follow him. Just from the destruction on the street. This is the destruction. The trail of blood. Yeah, exactly. You'll find him eventually. <laughs> you, actually, you should follow him because there could be injured pedestrians <laughs> that Archie has just mowed down. You never know. Jughead says, you saved Cheryl, too, and now you're saving everybody. You're like a superhero. Like, you should have a superhero named, like, Pureheart the Powerful. Do you want to hear a fun fact? Of course. So, there were, like, these series of comics that was literally just alternate universe Archie fan fiction, <laughs> and Archie was a superhero named Pureheart the Powerful. Oh, my God. Amazing. And, like, I was annoyed because I was like, does everybody have superhero names? And Betty did, too, and except her name was Super Teen. And I was like, ah, come on. Like, do better, Give me something cooler. I don't know. Uh, So (laughs) I, like, looked that up, and I was like, this is great. I am pleased. He's like, they're like, hey, uh, Archie, did you talk to your mom? And he's like, no, Uh, I should probably do that. (laughs) KJ actually really impressed me in this episode. Yeah. He's a problematic man. We know this, but I thought he did a pretty good job. Like, I, I dislike him as a human. Yeah. But, like, as an actor, like... Okay. He doesn't always do a great job, but I thought he was pretty good this episode. Yeah, he did a good job, like, portraying that, like, chaotic feel and, like, the, like, like, spiraling trauma and, like, trying to pretend everything's okay, but everything's not okay, and, yeah. Also, a thing that I wanted to point out was that he calls his mom and she basically says, how are you? And he says, oh, we're good, which is just, like, a habit that literally everyone has. And then he's like, wait, I lied. Hold up. Like, just kidding. Please come here. Once Keller shows up, Jughead's like, can I come? And Keller's like, no. And Archie's like, uh-huh. Which I think, it's like, dude, you should probably say no. Like, what What kind of sheriff is like, oh, I guess. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, like it's going to affect your testimony if you have other people there. <laughs> Just saying. He was like 5'10", which is like around my height, so I think that's weird. Uh, 160 pounds dark clothes there wasn't a snake on his jacket it wasn't a ski mask it was like a homemade thing he had green eyes Mm -hmm. he's like pop has forgotten some of the pieces here are you ready for some jingle jangle uh uh, fun fact yes please so jingle jangle is a 1969 album and song by the archies (laughs) so the archies is like an actual band that they that they made it's like a fictional Thing where it's like they got actual musicians and they were like, yeah, the lead singer is he, is Archie and this person's Betty and Reggie and, and everything, right? And so it's uh-huh. just like, a f- it's a fan band, basically, except it was like a legit <laughs> thing that was on the charts. And they sang, I didn't even like think about to look this up, but earlier in season one, they sang Sugar Sugar. Amazing. Right? That's I, a song by the Archies. I know that. Yeah. And I did that not know makes- that. Oh, and it, like, that makes so much sense. I know. And I was like, I just thought that was a popular song that they were playing because, you know, you hear it on Orphan Black and you hear it on loads of things. Like, I've heard that song so many times. Never yeah. in my life did I imagine that that was, like, a song by the Archies. Like, I even knew that, like, like I know the artist of that song. And I'm just like, I didn't, like, put together two and two yeah. that it was a fan band. Yeah. Weird. And apparently the album Jingle Jangle or whatever went like number one in Canada for like a week. <laughs> and I'm like, of course it did. Canada. Canada. They're saying, what if robbery isn't the motive? 
And, like, then we go over to Betty and Veronica. Veronica's not good at comforting people. Old Veronica would have totally left, but new Veronica won't. Fred fired the serpents. Maybe that's a, a thing. The doctor's name is Stephen Masters. And he's saying, Fred is okay. He's out of surgery, but he can't breathe by himself yet. Might be an hour or two. Here are all of Fred's belongings. Maybe you should go get him a change of clothes. Veronica will go with you. Don't worry, because Fred is a fighter. It's like, all right. <laughs> cool um i like that uh didn't alice like say that yeah at the end yeah i like i like that she like went to bat for him mm-hmm. and was like being like nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I always love it when she's nice yeah once they get home there's vegas the dog i i think i've looked up if vegas actually exists in the comics but i don't think he does just hot dog which who is jughead's dog and we saw in the finale last season Got to take him for a walk. Has Veronica ever walked a dog? No, but people have walked <laughs> dogs for her. Archie tells the story of how he got Vegas. It's Archie's dog. I find it so funny. Every time he talks about his childhood, he says the phrase Little Archie. And Little <laughs> Archie is like also a series of the Archie comics where it's just like them but children. <laughs> Called Little Archie. And so every time he does that, he does it so often, too. I laugh yeah. out loud. <laughs> I, my thing about this scene is, like, it's not... It doesn't take a brain surgeon to walk a dog. Yeah, exactly. Like, she could have walked the dog while he, like, took a shower. But, no, that would invalidate this entire, like, yeah. 15 minutes of television plot device. Uh, okay. So <laughs> my next note is blood shower. Which is, yeah. first of all, a really cool name for a band. Um, <laughs> Veronica decides to go in. And, like, my main thing about this is, like, I know you don't have protection in that shower. Nope. Please tell me all you did was do some making out. Please. I worry. I, it was very uh, Norman Bates to me. <laughs> like, just the way it was shot. Yeah. And, like, the whole, like... Like, whatever. I don't... About the, you know, making out and stuff. I I don't think this is the time for it. And then just, like, the framing... Like, he can't see her when she's undressing. Which, like, when you see it from the other angle, he totally could have. Like, but he's not looking. Like, the, the way that they shoot it is, like, he's not realizing that she's getting naked. And she's, like creepily yeah. undressing and then like sl- and she leaves her pearls on yeah oh this is weird also another thing that i thought about was like didn't you guys literally just have sex last night yeah can you like chill out tone it down also like this is kind of a consent issue i feel like yeah you can't just like, like walk in and like see somebody naked like you have to be like may i come in before you open the curtain and also, he's, like, not in a mental state to, like, consent to that while washing his own father's blood off his body. It's gross that she gets in the shower and it's like, ah, now you may also bathe in my father's blood. <laughs> like, what kind of weird thing is this? No. It's weird. Yuck. Ugh. But, okay, so here's what happens is Veronica takes out Fred's stuff. The thing that annoys me the most about this scene is, like, yeah, her hair is kind of not as nice, so that makes sense, but her makeup's still heckin' intact. Yeah. I'm, like, um, 
What kind of mascara does she use? That because run what? Cover girl. <laughs> you know it's cover girl. Yes. Um. They're they're waterproof. Their most waterproof secret formula, yeah, apparently. Exactly. So there isn't a wallet in Fred's stuff. Archie's really mad at Veronica because Archie couldn't be a good guy all episode. Yeah. They're, they and it's like to ruin him at some point. Like, he's clearly traumatized, yeah. and it's just like, just, like, stop yelling at each other, and both of you need to go to therapy. Yeah. He's like, every, now everything important to my dad is in that wallet. And it's like, that's important to know because they still have not found it. And so potentially that yeah. guy does have it and has, like, I don't know, family pictures, money, whatever is in there. His ID, his credit cards. I'm just, like, most people carry their wallets everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. That's so weird. <laughs> and he's like, everything important is in there. I'm like, literally, you're yeah, not in the wallet. wallet. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, go away, Veronica. And she's like, really? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, no, I will not. <laughs> and then they cry. And then... Uh, he answers the phone. It's Sheriff Keller. He has to go do a lineup. These are all the people that they've caught with a history of crime, but none of them are the dude. Yeah. I'm like, that was quick. He basically yeah. just went and like grabbed a bunch of serpents. Like, I'm just I feel gonna like. grab every um, person with a record and also green eyes. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I think <laughs> he like just like rounded up a bunch of serpents and he's like, here's a mask to put on. They all go, serpents don't wear masks. <laughs> We don't wear those. And, like, is he the only cop? Yeah. See, we thought he totally was. And then at the... I think it was... Because, like, he couldn't have rounded up eight people by himself. Two episodes ago or something. And, like, there was one lady who was just like, we found this bag in Mustang's room. And we're like, another human. But we haven't seen anybody since. (laughs) We just don't know. They're like, Riverdale has two school districts and you know just like loads of stuff to tell you it's actually a pretty big city and then it's like oh but also we only have one police officer we have one police officer and a lot of crime somebody get hopper in here so that he can help out and do a way better job than sheriff keller like everyone just needs to move out of riverdale and also hawkins yeah it's true everybody move into something just like everybody move <laughs> yeah, okay, so they uh Veronica comes back to the hospital and she's like, Yeah, Archie's looking at a lineup and they're like, Um, isn't isn't that kinda of, wouldn't that be kind of traumatizing? And she's like, <laughs> Actually, um, can you guys go and find the wallet? And they're like, Cool, we'll do. And so they do. <laughs> they're like, Alright, whatever. So welcome to our new Reggie. I'm very pleased that they kept him the same ethnicity as he was because I was kind of worried Mm -hmm. that they were about to be like, we did something inclusive and then we took it away immediately. Reggie didn't even hardly have any, any storylines last episode or last season. And like Reggie is an important character in the comics. Reggie's the last member of the Archies. (sighs) Yeah. Like it's very weird that he's like not important in their group yeah the other people who are at the uh hospital is everybody who we already know and then we also have moose there and midge in a wide shot go ahead and check out Mm -hmm. our twitter if you want to see the picture of midge that i found (laughs) josie and the pussycats are there coach clayton is there and principal weatherby is there (laughs) and i'm like literally it's just sitting around like go home and wait for someone to call you and tell you he's okay like nobody like he's not gonna walk out right now and everyone can go hi fred like, no one yeah, else is going to be like, allowed in the hospital room. And Archie doesn't need moral support from 
literally every human that he knows. <laughs> it's true. Like, maybe his friend group should stay, but, like, why is everyone else there? I think it'd be nice if, like, you know, the pussycats showed up and then they gave him, like, some flowers like, and then they left, yeah. you know? It's like, hi, we're here to visit uh, and now we're gonna go home because like, we have lives. Always in the back of my mind is the fact that Archie dated Val for a like episodes and episodes and he's always yeah. making front making out with veronica right in front of her hey yeah and that's really that makes me really sad like yeah she's the one who broke up with him but like still yeah because she realized she had standards yeah true what? <laughs> no it's real <laughs> um but the doctor's like you go in and see fred make sure you say nice positive things and archie's like i literally can't think of one thing <laughs> um but veronica is like, hey, here's a new wallet. He's like, you're the best girlfriend ever. And I'm like, ever? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's like, I don't deserve you. And he's like, gonna tell her the secret. Mm-hmm. Um, Bughead and then, brings Pops. Yep. And it's like, okay. But also, like, why are you put? Pop has just been through a trauma. And you're just putting and being like, he's actually, like, can you make, make a bunch of food for burgers all of right now? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I still haven't cleaned up that blood, but sure. You got it. The funniest thing to me, though, because I'm a child, uh, when they show up, someone goes, nice, Jugs. (laughs) And and I'm just like, that, why did, no, I think someone else literally at the end of this park goes, excuse me, and then they, and then they cut to a different scene. And I'm like, wait, 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 but but what happened there? Yeah. But but what? Was the nurse going to, like, forbid you from handing out cheeseburgers? Like, I wonder if that was a deleted scene or something. (laughs) They just didn't take it out for some reason. So we learn what Archie has been so ashamed of, which is that the guy had a gun to his head up and he ended up taking Fred's wallet, I guess. But he didn't like go to his dad immediately and he didn't try and get the gun away. And I'm like, Archie, literally, this is like protocol what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Why is like, why are you ashamed about this? And it didn't like tell us any new information either. Like as far as storytelling goes, like it didn't change what happened at Pops or like shed any new light on who the person was or what their motive was. Yeah. I was hoping that he would like have said something to him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like while he's got the gun at his head, like if Archie can't move, he's like, he's not going to shoot him, but like maybe he threatened him. I'm like, does Archie just not remember him saying anything? Or did was it just, like, a long, awkward pause of, like, I might shoot you, but I guess I'm not going to. <laughs> he, like, puts the gun to his head and goes, this is a message from Jim Moriarty. And then walks yeah. away. And Archie's exactly. like, I just don't remember. <laughs> yeah. It, the dude literally told him who was behind it, and Archie just forgot. <laughs> um, uh, so now we go into the hospital room. Cheryl kisses Fred's head because it's the kiss of life. And, like, does Cheryl really believe in, like, magic? Uh, Probably. It really feels like she does. She's very strange. But also, like, the only thing that I could think about when she did that was, like, that one time when she was like, Mr. Andrews, you're looking particularly delphi today. (laughs) (laughs) Like, um, maybe someone keep her out of there because that's weird. Also, like, Cheryl got in to see his dad before him. Yeah. Weird. Like, she's just hanging out in there, and I'm just like, um, maybe don't let random children in here before his own child. Just saying. So, Archie is telling Fred that he really likes Veronica, and he's like, you would tell me to take it slow, you would say no one's getting married, and then we have the vision of the married. Fred wakes up 
because now he has seen his because because I guess in all of the other times he never like protected Archie. He just protected himself, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then in this ending one, he like protects Archie and he's like, ah, yes, my my legacy, my my destiny. <laughs> and so he wakes up. <laughs> and uh, well, in all the other ones, he doesn't really have an opportunity to protect Archie. Yeah, except for the he's graduation. Just, like, one, they just like are looking at him like, hi, you're already dead. Yeah, true. He's like, Dad, I'll never let this happen to you again. I'll protect you. And he's like, no, I'll protect you. And I'm like, protect each other. Just chill. (laughs) Just (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Lastly, Mary is home now. Archie is like literally keeping watch. I'm like, dude, that's not your job. Get a security system. You're (laughs) in high school. You need your sleep. Like literally go to bed. Literally just go to sleep. Like all of these children, all of these children are making terrible decisions and they all need therapy. Okay. Well that, I mean, that's, that's the message. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's it all right so now we're gonna do our segments uh my first segment is called a sexual jughead question mark question mark question mark and listen i was uh discouraged after the finale but i am it is still a possibility and i know that cole sprouse is still fighting for us so <laughs> yes all right and um i'm just gonna do britney's segments which are uh, seen in Vancouver, which I t- cannot exactly do, yeah. but I'm assuming that the exterior of the hospital is probably somewhere in Vancouver. That makes so sense. So maybe you should, like, bother Brittany on the internet and um, ask her where that is. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, did Jughead eat a burger? Yes. He did. Jughead ate a whole burger. Okay, I want to see if Jughead now excited. eats a burger every episode, because they didn't let him do it <laughs> until the finale last time. Yeah, so now he's like, um... So trauma makes me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> eat all the burgers. Uh, now it's time for our best line award. So mine goes to Jughead for. It's like the angel of death had come to Riverdale. Jeez, Pop, lighten up. And mine goes to Alice for. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, especially not when there's a snake curled up in its limbs. She she has some of the best lines. Like we were talking on the Lost podcast that a lot of Sawyer's lines just sound like poetry because he's yeah. just so eloquent. Um mm-hmm. and Alice is just like that too. She is the coolest line. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. If you're a fan of The Hundred, we like to talk about that show too. We talked about all of season four and we'll be discussing season five next year. Uh you can follow the Aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr. And, but mostly Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter and I'll do the same. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash theaficionados. Uh, you can literally <laughs> donate $1 <laughs> per month and it really helps us out because uh, we're poor. <laughs> Definitely um, help them out. Um, it's great and it's for a good cause. And also for a good ears. cause <laughs> just so that we can keep making dumb jokes yeah to benefit your own oh, ears man. like come on uh we also have a lost <laughs> podcast um it's only the best thing ever we've been putting them out weekly um if you're a fan of lost definitely check it out we like to have fun over there and um even if you're not a fan of lost uh if you watch along episode by episode uh we do a spoiler section at the end so you can watch Along, no spoilers, and um, it's the best way to watch Lost. I've had testimonials. It, it truly is delightful, and it makes a six-hour car ride feel like three. Um, <laughs> if you're interested in that. Yeah, and uh, we're uh, nearly at the end of season one, so definitely check it out. 
Uh, you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y pretty much everywhere. And you can follow me at Sam Casey's on Twitter. That's S-A-M-C-A-S-E-Y-S. Um, and you can follow Brittany, who is normally here, uh, at Britannia with an underscore at the end. And Sam, thank you so much for helping out this episode. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you so much for having me. It was delightful. It was fun, wasn't it? It was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can uh, join us for our next episode, which is called Nighthawks. So that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you.